Upend and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Saturday. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. It's a little early, but uh, if we can keep the weather away, we can do something. I think it's supposed to be sunny because it is really early when I'm doing this. I hope you're all doing well, and I was just musing on the OSR. I'm trying to do my lines for the show I'm coming up since I have to shut down everything RPG-related, but I, do, I still make time for you people. So, thinking about the OSR, and I'm also trying to keep my mind away from the Savage Worlds Kickstarter. One, I don't have any money to back it, and two, I'm a little miffed that they're kind of thrown out their business model is about giving the core rule, well, not giving the core rules out, but selling them for like 10 bucks. So, this is going to be like a $40 hardback book. Oh, boy. So I've resigned myself to the fact that I hope I can pick it up when it comes out, released after the Kickstarter, which it will be, pinnacle. Well, enough of my griping, and let's get into a topic here. Okay, my friend Glenn Seal, a monkey blood design, is getting ready in a couple of months to do a Kickstarter for his third book in the Midderlands campaign series. And he's having, it's, well, it's a campaign series that is pretty much Swords of Wizardry compatible, but compatible with anything in the OSR. Or out of the OSR, for that matter. I've heard people use it for 5th edition. It's a great setting. Wonderful setting. But he's thinking of doing like, he wanted to do uh, the city of New London. And he's kind of backtracking a little because he wants to do like adventures in New London and make sure it's compatible with all OSR games, not just Swords and Wizardry, even though it'll have Swords and Wizardry stats, because Swords and Wizardry is like kind of like a, a Rosetta Stone for the OSR right now. And it's it's really easy to convert to anything, really. But he's having second thoughts because he doesn't think his books are... People are passing over his books because, oh, well, I don't play Swords and Wizardry, or, oh, I don't know what this is. I don't know if I can use this. Here's a news flash. Everything is compatible in the OSR, believe it or not. Even for Lamentations of the Flame Princess, even though I know their AC starts at 12. But I don't want to get into that. So here's my thing. I wanted to advise him on it. In fact, I left a nice message on Facebook about it. And I said he should just publish the new London sourcebook like he sh- he does, and just trying to make it clear that it is OSR compatible, not sh- just Swords and Wizardry. Because the fact that he wants to change it to Adventures in New London, well, New London is in the Midderlands. So you have a Midderlands book anyway. That's my thinking of it anyway. So I don't know what he's... I haven't... Uh, he hasn't responded to me yet, and I don't know what's going to go on. But that kind of makes me think about what is OSR, as far as what you should use. See, as far as I'm concerned, I I, I use anything and everything uh, old school, but when it comes to dealing anything up to second edition AD&D, uh, when it comes to the newer stuff like third, fourth, and especially fifth, I just don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. Some people can do it. Like, say, if I had a third edition module, the conversion to me would be a nightmare. And fourth edition modules, forget it. I don't even know fourth edition. I never even look. I never picked up 
I never even picked up a book on 4th edition. And 5th edition, I could probably do it. It would just take a little... It, it always takes a little effort, but I, I don't know. I just don't think I can get the feel out of these later products in an OSR game. And there's a lot of people who pass stuff up, like me, and I'm wondering if that's the right thing to do. If you don't want to deal with the, that kind of thing, don't deal with it. Just stick with the old stuff then. Like I said, I go all the way up to second edition. That gives me more than enough stuff, that and stuff online, to to do it. I mean, I've got a couple, I've got a third edition, I've got a, what is it, fourth edition adventure sitting on my hard disk right now. I'm thinking of converting, believe it or not, because they said it's a really good starter adventure, The Broken Tower. And I'm wondering if it's worth my time, because I've got a lot of starter adventures. I've got a lot of one-page adventures. But I'm always looking for the iconic thing I can always pull out and say, okay, you're new to this? Okay, let me show you how to play. Here's an adventure. We'll make characters. Let's do it. But I've got a lot to choose from. I just, I'm, I'm suffering from, <laughs> I'm suffering from brain lock right now. Decision lock. I'm kind of glad this show came along because I was, I was doing the Astonishing Swordsman campaign, but anything else, like for the kid, for the grandkids, I'm going, oh God, what do I do? What do I do? I got too many things to choose from. I should do this. No, I should do that. No, I should do this. You, you've been there before. So I don't really have to go out of my wheelhouse to find something to run. And there's always a, <laughs> there's always, I can create something myself. But I'm talking about modules and adventures here. I, I've got a lot of stuff from basic all the way, like I said, all the way to second edition. And that should be enough. But at the same time, you've got independent publishers coming out with things like The Midderlands or Hero's Journey or Vornheim or Carcosa or uh, other things like that. And other, other ones I, I can't even think of right now that people go, oh, I don't know if I like this because it doesn't look like it's OSR. This is the OSR people talking. I don't know if it's the OSR uh, because it's not made evident. So I think that either the publishers should make it more evident or the gamers out there, the OSR gamers should just like, you know, expand their mind a little and don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Basically, it comes down to that. You just got, I mean, I've... I've seen things online where you look at it and it, you don't know what system this is for. Thank God one bookshelf is there, drive through RPG and RPG Now, because they will tell you what system it's for. And all you have to do is look at the sample or something like that or the blurb under it, which is, which is helpful. So it's easier to do, but people just got to start looking. You know what I'm saying? They just got to start looking at stuff. I, I'm Glenn's Glenn's fear. I think is ju kind of justified because I feel that sometimes if they don't have people like me or other people like Questing Beast or Eric Tinkar or people like that to review this stuff, nobody's going to look at it. Yes, he gets the word out. Yes, he gets the word out on Facebook and everywhere else, Google Plus, MeWe, you name it. But people just gotta just some. Sometimes you gotta take your own initiative. You know, you gotta take initiative. I think of what I'm trying to say is there should be more word of mouth. I don't know why there isn't, but more games should be looked at by more people and more word of mouth because to me, word of mouth is the best kind of advertisement. I mean, yeah, you can get a copy to me and I'll review it or get a copy to somebody else, review it, uh, or 
things like that. But if somebody grabs a copy and jumps on Facebook or something, says, hey, I just found this, check it out. Or, you know what they say, somebody likes something, they'll tell two people. Somebody don't like something, they'll tell ten. But you want them to like your stuff. So, yeah, word of mouth is really important in this case. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. I didn't, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to argue or, you know, a rant or anything like that or just like, you know, calling people... I'm not calling anybody stupid or anything. That's what I'm saying. I'm not like, oh, you should be doing this. You know, I don't want to sound like a parent. So just take it in the spirit it was given. And I love you people. I do. So anyway, I got to go start my day. All right. Well... I guess I'll talk to you folks later. And if you want to argue with me about this or anything else, you can go on to Anchor and leave me a voice message, or you can go to goldmangrognard at gmail.com and leave me an email. And we're monetized now, so as little as 99 cents a month can help support this program. And we thank you. I thank you. Anyway. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.